Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Perkyovus Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL, Chapter 4, Paragraph 10, Perak Dalad Mishnah Yud. Who, Haya Omer, he used to say, Al Tehi Dun Yechidi, do not act as a judge alone. She'ain Dun Yechidi Ela Echad, for none judges alone except God. Vialtomar Kabludati, and do not say, except my view, Shehin Rashaan Veloata, for they are permitted to, but not you. So let's see some comments in this Mishnah itself. He used to say, do not act as a judge alone. The Mishnah expounds on the theme of the previous one, which speaks of the benefits of avoiding judicial service. While a recognized judicial expert, a mumcha, is legally permitted to adjudicate cases alone, see Sanhedrin and Rambam, it is morally correct to avoid doing so. From Rav Rashi and Rav Yonah, Rav suggests that if the litigants agree to present their case to a solitary judge, he may, without any moral compunction, accept. Tosos Yomtev questions this premise and concludes that this moral obligation not to serve as a solitary judge always applies even when the litigants are willing to accept his judgment. Always endeavor to be part of a tribunal, at least of three, so you will be able to discuss the relative merits of the arguments and the different aspects of the case. In this way, you will be sure to render proper judgment from Machsurvitri and Hachasid Yavitz. Furthermore, all the responsibility and enmity of the litigant who views himself as judicially aggrieved from Tososyanta will not fall on one person. The Talmud reports that Rav Huna would always bring in ten scholars as consultants when judging a case in order that each of us carry only a splinter of the beam, meaning that in, in case we were mistaken in our conclusions, we at least share the responsibility from Sanhedrin. According to Lev Avos, this Mishnah forbids a judge to listen to the arguments of only one of the litigants. Only God may legitimately do so since he knows the truth. Thus the Torah teaches that God heeds the cry of the oppressed and it shall be when he cries out to me, I will listen. For I am merciful from Exodus. Any judge who issues true rulings becomes a partner of God in sustaining the world. Hence, a judge who rules fairly and honestly is not alone. He shares the bench with God. Rule truthfully, and you will not act as a judge alone. From Zachos Avos, fairness and equality. The word Tasim in the verse Ve'elah Hamishpatim Asher Tasim Lefnehem. These are the statutes which you will place before them. From Exodus, alludes to this exhortation. The first letters of the phrase Tashma Shnehem Yachad Midabrim. Listen to both of them speaking together. For form the word. Tasim. The whole picture, Matnas Avos renders homiletically, do not judge the unique one, do not stand in judgment on God and the way he runs the world, lovingly accept his judgment. The Chavitz Chaim compared the narrow vision of man regarding divine providence to the attitude of a guest at a synagogue. After watching the Gabi assign different people with Elios being called to the Torah, he approached the Gabi and asked, why do you pick certain people and skip others? Would it not be fair to go in order skipping no one? The Gabi answered, had you been here the last few weeks, you would understand everything. The ones I skipped today had received an Elios the last few weeks, someone had a family simcha or the like, and were given the proper privileges. On the other hand, many of the people I honor today have not had an aliyah in weeks. You cannot judge because all you know is what you saw this morning. Man in this world is like a guest. In his 70 or 80 years, and for all of us, we should be zochah to 120 years through happy things, one should never realize that one never gets to see the whole picture. Hence, it is foolish to think that one could fully understand how God runs his world. Therefore, let one not try to second-guess God. None judges, none judges alone except one. The only God with his infallible wisdom may judge alone. 
the verse, but he is alone, and who can re- reverse him from Job, teaches us that only God can judge alone, from Machsavich and Rav Yonah. This is seemingly contradicted by the words of the sages that the Holy One he does not do anything without first consulting the heavenly court from Sanhedrin. But Maganavas explains, although God consults with his court in order to teach men humility that they should consult with peers, he alone renders the verdict. Zeroah Yamin comments that God rules alone when his decision is beneficial to people, but when the ruling is harmful to people, he consults with his heavenly entourage. According to Rambam, this does not only include judges, one should never force his opinions on others. Accept my view, for they are permitted, but not you. According to Rob, this clause too is addressed to the expert jurists. Do not force your colleagues to accept your opinion, claiming that since you are an expert, you could rule without them. Once you have made them part of the tribunal, they constitute the majority opinion. Even about things that seem obvious to you, do not expect your colleagues to yield to your position. Bolster your own argument with logical proofs and offer refutation of their view. If you are unable to do so or they counter your arguments, do not stand on your own intellectual superiority saying, accept my view since I am greater than you from Sefer HaMusr. So realize not to judge only God could judge and realize we don't have the full picture we only have snippets of it and therefore we can never really know what's going on but we should try to accept what goes on in life with the best faith that we can realizing that everything God does is for the best join us next time as we talk about fulfilling the Torah despite poverty and what can happen here on the PAL with Tani G and I'm your host Tani G